Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Duff Differently. I'm Rabbi Utsteyer, and today we will be studying Duff 35, Lamed Hay, in the third chapter of Masechet Sukkah. Our Mishnah on 34 Bet said that an etrog, that is Ola, is pasul. Just to remind us, Ola is fruit produced during the first three years after a tree was planted. The fruit may not be eaten or any benefit derived from it. So why does the Mishnah say that an Ola etrog is pasul? We are not going to eat it. At least, not yet. Although some of us have the custom to make liquor or jam out of an etrog after the Chag. My Tama, asks the Gemara. What is the reason for this prohibition? Pligi ba Rabbi Chia ba Avin ve Rabbi Asi chad ama lefi she'ein ba heta achila ve chad ama lefi she'ein ba din mamon. So there is a disagreement between two Amoraim, Rabbi Chia ba Avin and Rabbi Asi. Rabbi Chia ba Avin says that the prohibition is in place because the etrog as an orla fruit may not be eaten, and Rabbi Asi says it is because one may not derive benefit from an orla fruit. Both Amoraim say that because the, res- the restrictions placed on an orla fruit, they cannot be considered lachem, belonging to you. Remember, the verse in Leviticus says, velakachtem lachem. We said that the you shall take for yourself implies that something must really belong to you. Rabbi Chia Ba'avin and Rabbi Asi both say that in the case of an Ola fruit, such as our etrog, it cannot be considered to belong to anyone. This is also how Rashi understands this. Ma benaihu. So what's the difference between the opinions of Rabbi Chia Ba'avin and Rabbi Asi. Din Mamon, the criteria that Rabbi Asi holds by, is what can, can be translated as legal ownership of an object. Rabbi Chia Ba'avin's criteria is heter achila, fit for consumption. Ika That's the difference between the two opinions. One can assume a case where something is heter achila but still does not have din mamon. So where something is actually permitted for consumption, but still it has no monetary value, it still has no legal ownership. As for instance in the case of Masa Sheni, that is be eaten in Jerusalem. So according to the one who holds Heta Achila, Rabbi Chiyabavin, an etrog of Masa Sheni would be valid in Jerusalem. Because in Jerusalem one is entitled to consume Masa Sheni. 
But according to the one, Rabbi Asi, who holds Din Mamon, even a Masasheni Etrog in Jerusalem would be Pasul. So the difference between the two Amoraim is whether legal ownership is a required characteristic of an Etrog in order to be considered valid. Rashi explains that an Etrog, that is Olah, does not have Din Mamon because it's not worth anything. Nobody can derive benefit from it, and it is not worth a pruta, ein barshave pruta, something that isn't worth anything one cannot legally own. In the case of an etrog, if it has no worth, it cannot be lachem, velakachtem lachem. Now if you think about this for a while, you might ask yourself, if lachem means that an object has no has to be at least worth a pruta, how can this ever be fulfilled by an arava or an hadas? Three hadasim or two aravot probably cost much less than a prusha, respectively. So if that is the criteria, these inexpensive branches cannot be legally owned, and in that case could be considered lachem either. Now the answer to this is found in the concept of hana'a. Neither Aravod or Hadassim are subject to the laws of Isoreba Hanaha, the prohibitions of deriving benefit. Hence, they do have some value, even if it isn't much. But an object that is Isuba Hanaha, such as an Etrog of Ola, no matter how many Etrogim we pile up, their combined value is still zero. Now, the Mishnah concludes the discussion about an etrog in Jerusalem that is Masashani by saying that one should not use it, but concludes that the imnatal kshira, but if one did take it, it is nevertheless valid. Now, how can this be? The Gemara explains, According to the one who says, that it is because it is not permitted for consumption, according to everyone, it is valid. Meaning because an etrog of Masasheni may indeed be consumed in Jerusalem because of the special status of the city in regards to Masasheni. Even Rabbi Meir, who previously said in our Gemara specifically that Masasheni is Mamon Gavuahu, meaning the property of God, even Rabbi Meir would agree to that. Now, but according to the one who says that such an etrog is invalid because it has no monetary value and hence no legal ownership, my honey, whose opinion is this? And the, and the Gemara concludes, this is the opinion of the rabbis. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.